First Peter chapter four, verses seven through 11. The end of all things is at hand. Therefore, be self-controlled and sober-minded for the sake of your prayers. Above all, keep loving one another earnestly since love covers a multitude of sins. Show hospitality to one another without grumbling. As each has received a a gift, use it to serve one another as good stewards of God's varied grace. Whoever speaks is one who speaks oracles of God. Whoever serves is one who serves by the strength that God supplies in order that in everything God may be glorified through Jesus Christ. To him belong glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. All right. A powerful passage today. And Peter is looking towards the end of the line to the end of all things. And he gives some some big instructions uh, for how we're supposed to live as the church in light of that. So joined today, fourth day in a row with the amazing Billy Bean. Billy, what are your thoughts on these words for the end of all things? Yeah, I mean, the, the first kind of word that comes to mind is y- unity. Um, you know, Peter... Peter is, um, you know, he's, he's consistent, he's exhorting and encouraging and challenging a church and he's, he's calling them to be unified. You know, he's talking, he's using language like one another, keep loving one another. He's calling the church to live, um, godly and holy, uh, Christian lives, uh, together, um, to build up the body, to stay strong. And so there's, there is this community, this rootedness and, it's amazing that we can find great comfort and encouragement in community, um, you know, even in a difficult world mm-hmm. filled with opposition and suffering and persecution like this church here. Um, and so, yeah, the first the first thing that comes to mind is just um, staying united um, and and calling, you know, Peter's also calling the church. He's calling the church here to live in light of the end. You know, we're, we're kind of eschatological people or eschaton, meaning the end, we're we're, to, we're called uh, to, to, to live um, in a forward-looking way to the return of Christ, to mm-hmm. stay diligent and watchful over our conduct, our lives, our mm-hmm. souls, to be self-controlled and sober-minded for the sake of our prayers so that we're dependent on the Lord and we're asking the things in faith that we believe he's going to answer. And so, um, yeah, there's just a couple things that, that stand out. Absolutely. I love this line in verse 7, be, uh, be self-controlled and sober-minded. For the sake of your prayers, you know, that's the, for the sake of your prayers is really interesting that our, our fellowship with God and the way that we commune with him and speak with him, uh, is affected by, you know, the sort of manner that we live in life and that we're supposed to walk. And I don't think that this is a call to be like depressing, somber, you know, wet blanket type people. Right but that we should not be easily swayed by our circumstances, that we should not be volatile and kind of carried around by the wind of the cultural moment or, you know, just the circumstantial moment that we are in, but that there's this groundedness that we carry in our mindset and the way that we conduct ourselves. And that that actually opens up this like deeper fellowship with God. And I I really believe that that's something that I've seen, um, at play in my own life. And then he, 
you know, kind of moves on from that sort of fellowship with God angle towards the way that we treat one another, which right. is of course very connected to our fellowship with God. And I love this idea of, you know, showing hospitality to one another without grumbling. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, the gifts that we've received, using them to serve one another, uh, you know, as people who've received them from God and are strengthened by God. And that it should all come through this, you know, heart that is free of grumbling but that serves with joy and mm -hmm. with humility and i think philippians 2 is a great kind of hand-holding passage with this that we should be people who count others as more significant than ourselves yeah and so you know happy to share our lives and our spaces with other people for the sake of you know god's grace to be made known through yeah. us yeah it's so good yeah and you know we we do all of those things in light of you know, beginning of verse seven, the end of all things is at hand. Mm. Uh, we don't know, you know, in particular, we, we're not as one, you know, one Bible scholar says, we're not like newspaper, um, you know, what is it? Newspaper eschatology. We're not looking for the signs of the times as we watch the news and read the newspapers, but instead um, we should always be prepared that the Lord could return. And we want that and we're excited about that. And so that should motivate how we live now we should live sober-minded. We should be encouraged uh, and excited to keep loving one another uh, earnestly. We should be excited to use our gifts to build totally. up the body. Totally. Um, I love how he, in, in verse 10, Peter talks about using, each, each of us has received this gift, um, use it to serve one another as good stewards of God's varied grace. I think it's Absolutely. amazing that, that uh, you know, our God is so creative. He's He's, he's built his church. He's built all of us so diverse, united in one uh, spirit, one baptism, united in the gospel. But like we're all different and we all have different things that the Lord has equipped us with to build up the body. And that's this varied grace. All of it is grace. It's a gift that we don't deserve. And so, I mean, I'm I'm excited. Like in, in light of the, the imminent return of the Lord, I'm like excited and, and amped up to use my gifts to build up, build up the body, build up Christ's covenant. Amen. Amen. And I love how he spends things that can, we can approach as so mundane and, and fills them sort of with this, you know, eternal perspective. And what I mean is here in verse 11, he says, whoever speaks is one who speaks the oracles of God. Whoever serves is one who serves by the strength that God supplies. Um, you know, just two things that come to mind with both of those. So before we record our daily rhythm, anytime we record and before any worship service that I lead here, one of my favorite things to pray is that whatever I have to say and whatever you or anyone else, whoever's preaching has to say, would just immediately be forgotten right. by whoever's listening yeah. and that what God has to say through us and what, you know, his word and then the wisdom of the Holy Spirit would just be heard loud and clear mm. by everybody. And that's really drawing from this idea that w the people who are called to like speak into the church right. and to, you know, offer words to the church that we, it's really exhausting and wearisome and ultimately toxic to speak as one carrying the oracles of man. Yeah. But if we see, you know, that 
that God can fill our very words with his spirit so much so that even as they are forgotten that his truth in them will remain and be planted in people's hearts that has like totally renewed and sustained my like perspective on all this sort of stuff of like everything I'm saying right now will be forgotten basically by the time this episode is over yeah but God's word through the power of his Holy Spirit can be planted in people's hearts. And then, you know, serving as one who serves by the strength that God supplies is, you know, just imagine what it looks like for Christ's covenant. We have like an insane amount, you know, I think there's like a hundred volunteers or something that make a Sunday service happen. And if we all serve on our own strength out of our own convenience, this thing will not be able to run smoothly for very long. But if we serve by the strength that God supplies, then his spirit, you know, there is no measure that we could draw around what his spirit can do, you know, through obedient hands that are filled with the strength of God. Amen. And so I think that that is just helpful to reorient the ways that we serve God, the ways that we teach others. um, If they are infused with this eternal perspective, then God will be glorified through Jesus Christ. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, you know, we have a, we have a church with just so many, so many folks that are just gifted in different ways. When I think of varied, uh, varied grace, God's varied mm-hmm. grace. I mean, I just look at Christ's covenant and we just have so many people that are equipped in particular ways to serve the church in particular ways. And, uh, you know, just an encouragement to, to our listeners, if, if you're in other local churches, um, you know, mm-hmm. ask that the Lord would give you discernment about how to encourage your fellow brothers and sisters in the Absolutely. Lord and how the Lord has given them grace to build up the church. You know, I think oftentimes Christians think that, you know, if they're not, you know, equipped to preach or teach or whatever, whatever it might be that they're, there's, there's nothing they can offer the church, but we are all one body and we have, um, you know, different ways that the Lord has designed us to build up the church. And so you know, look, look at how your brothers and sisters are serving the church, encourage them to continue to use uh, those gifts of varied grace. And um, I just think that um, it would go far to, to build up your church. Amen. Amen. I love that. Well, we're going to continue on tomorrow through First Peter for today. For Billy Bean, this is Will Carlisle, and we're excited to see you tomorrow on our Daily Rhythm. Thanks for listening to Our Daily Rhythm. I'm Jason Dees, one of the pastors of Christ's Covenant, and Our Daily Rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you more faithfully and effectively meditate on God's Word. If you ever have a question for us about one of our Bible readings or one of your own Bible readings, please don't hesitate to text us at 404-465-1737. Again, that's 404-465-1737. Or email me directly at jason at christcovenant.com. We'll meet you again tomorrow for Our Daily Rhythm.